Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Greg Kick Show on ACC Tournament Basketball Weekend. And I hope your team is winning. Uh, the red and white is my team. I think the blue and white is one. Is Bo the light blue. Black. The You're, light blue. Bo, Bo's in another conference. <laughs> we we won't even season. talk to Bo. Yeah. <laughs> because there is the, the blue devil blue. That's not me. Oh, I'm the light blue. To clarify. I'm the heels. And the Bo is, Bo is walking team. around cocky about football because Georgia's won two in a row. So right. he doesn't even give a hoot about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a defunct Carolina fan because my dad went to Carolina. There you go. Blue, so if i got to pull for somebody, it's the target. There, there you go. go. Well, in the minor league sports world, I'm tickled that North Carolina State won its fifth straight ACC championship last weekend. So, And I'm an old ex-wrestler, so I'm... I'm proud of them boys. But anyway, we're not here to talk about sports per se. We're here to talk about life and how your financial life matters so much. My name is Greg Hicks. I'm a certified financial planner along with Wanda Cooper, financial advisor, and Bo Nicholson, certified financial planner. We're here every weekend. We're, we're on twice every weekend in the, in the Crystal Coast area down at the beach early Saturday morning and mid-afternoon on Sunday, and then in the Raleigh area where millions of people are moving in every day. Uh, <laughs> and traffic is a nightmare, more and more. But anyway, uh, we're on Saturday and Sunday at 2 o'clock in the Raleigh area. We're on all kinds of social media as well. Matter of fact, I, this is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, a friend, of a client of mine uh, was in Virginia pretty far away in western Virginia and 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 was riding and he was he was scrolling along somewhere I, he didn't tell me how but he actually heard our show in western Virginia same comment from a, from a wow. client oh my a new client it was like I didn't know that y'all show was up, was out there in like Roanoke area which is where my I am happy yeah we'll take it Yay. so wherever you are thanks we, for listening we do have a Greensboro office by the way that's not incredibly far from Roanoke no. And we also have a beach office in our, our headquarters in Raleigh. I'll be happy to meet you at Smith Mountain Lake. Yeah, Wanda I loves love Smith that. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing, and we sometimes forget about this. And every once in a while, a radio listener will say, "Well, who are y'all with?" And so, let me give you a quick history. Our business is financial resource management, and it's 38 years old. And it used to be me and my my dog and my two kids <laughs> when it started. But now we have uh, a nice office in Raleigh with uh, seven employees. So um, three advisors, Bo, uh, Bo, Wanda, and I, and we're on the radio every weekend. So that's a quick summary, financial resource management. Look us up on the website. Our website address is frmnc.com. But enough of that. We're in the midst of our demographic show. We've gone from millennials to, well, we went to Z generation <laughs> to millennials to uh, Gen Xers, Young Boomers, and today we're on the Older Boomers, age 65 to 75, and that's our theme today, but there's so much going on, guys. We mm -hmm. always start our show, if you're a new listener, with what's going on. I I've got to read this. We're going to talk about taxes in a couple of weeks, because April 15th is looming. Yeah. April 18th this year, by the way. But this, I have to read, because Politics makes me want to throw up a little bit, um, <laughs> but I like numbers. So let me read you numbers. Have you heard, and, and this is actually the title of a Wall Street Journal article, 
just a few days ago, and it sarcastically says how America soaks the affluent. So let me read you, you know, it talks about President Biden talking about, you know, he wants every wealthy person to pay their fair share. So look at the numbers. Here's the actual IRS numbers for 2020. Okay, listen carefully. The top 1% of earners pay 42.3% of the country's income tax. 1%, the one percenters is a buzzword for the people on the left of the political uh, that want to raise taxes. But, but that, those one percenters pay 42.3% of all the income taxes. Uh, what about the top 5%, which, which we have, you know, a fair number of those clients perhaps. Uh, they pay 62%, 62.7% of all the income taxes, the top 5%. Uh, what about the bottom 50% of taxpayers? I would say less than 15. Way less. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're at the, the average 50%. The, let me go back. The bottom 50% average tax rate federally is 3.1%. The bottom 50% Bo paid 2.3% of all the taxes. The bottom 50%. That, that's the real number. This political crap has to go away. It, it's so, it's deceptive and they knowingly are, are not telling the truth. I'm just saying, uh, when you look at the real numbers, and by the way, that doesn't, uh, by the way, and th there's, a, there's a book I'm reading right now by Phil Graham. That doesn't include all the free money that the poorest yeah. people get mm -hmm. tax free. Right. Yeah, the, it's called it's called transferred money, mm -hmm. and when you and and they have a shocking and I'm going to bring it up on our tax show in a few weeks, mm -hmm. that the average family of four counting all the possible things they can get from the government, annual income's forty nine thousand a year. Yeah. Most yeah. of that's tax free. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the numbers are bantered around mm -hmm. and it makes me sick sometimes yeah. i just wanted to bring that up today yeah and you know they keep talking that um you know inflation or, or recession is not here but you know i think it there's a a mild undertone recession going on now and nobody really wants to talk about it they talk they talk like it's going to be next year the recession is going to be next year well i've been talking to rv dealerships and boat dealerships and my son is a professional fisherman, and he can tell you this too And with boating. Um, the boat dealerships and RV dealerships are saying they're seeing a slowdown already. Mm -hmm. You know, they were selling right after the pandemic, gosh, I don't know how many RVs or boats a month, and now it's, you know, they're, they're cutting prices, they're slicing, they're offering things with purchase of a boat, purchase of an RV, offering to set it up for you, offering to deliver. They're doing everything. So, you know, I think the big ticket item people know the recession is closer than they're touting in the news. Yeah, and I think a part of that is probably due to the rise in interest rates. You know, these big purchases are much less affordable mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. and people look at their monthly debt service, and we'll get into that cash flow later on in our show. But, um, yeah, I mean, people just aren't as attracted to taking out a loan at 7 8% where they could go buy an RV two years ago, three years ago now, which is crazy to think about, mm -hmm. beginning of COVID, yeah. at 3%. Um, and I feel like, Wanda, a recession has been six months away, 
mm-hmm. for the past eight months. I do too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Past 18 months. Yeah, I yeah. do too. I, I do too. Half, mm-hmm. They've said, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're on the cusp of a recession. Yeah. And I have a feeling if we don't have a recession <laughs> this year, we're just going to kick it to next year. We're That's what they're saying. Same mm-hmm. theme mm-hmm. that we have right mm-hmm. now. Like, oh man, a recession's coming. It's going to be a 2024 conversation. And, and investors are going to continue to be nervous and you know, sporadic mm-hmm. in their investment decisions. Yeah. Personally, I think we got to just go ahead and get it behind us. It'll probably be a good reset. It's like a it's like a vaccine shot, right? Shaking everything (laughs) out, and you know, you get back to a level that is a little more, uh, yeah, I don't know, reasonable. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I've never seen to me where interest rates rising like that do a whole lot. That's just my opinion because it hurts more people than it helps. Yeah, to create a recession and get millions of people fired. To stop inflation. Think about yeah. what what in any sport or any yeah, war. That makes sense. What who does that? <laughs> well, you, well it, you just don't get free money out there. That's the problem yeah, that is, is. And we said that then in the pandemic yeah, when this yeah. money was free flowing. Oh yeah. And inflation's got is is coming, <laughs> recessions come. It's got to. Yeah. I mean, you know, so stop the free flow of money. I, don't know. I had a conversation with a client at lunch last week and he was like, Man, I feel like this week, some great news came out about the economy and how the economy was very strong. And what did the market do? It flipped upside down and dropped about 2%. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's interesting you say <laughs> yeah. that. And if you look under the covers, the Fed, the Federal Reserve, who controls the interest rates, those are the ones that are kind of in the driver's seat for bringing inflation down. They don't love a strong economy because that means the economy is resilient. People are continuing to spend money at these higher prices. That's not going to bring inflation down. Yeah. A clamp on spending, that's what brings inflation down. And so the Federal Reserve likes to see an economy that's maybe struggling a little more than they are right now. Mm-hmm. you got some big numbers to watch next week. The inflation numbers come out on Tuesday, which will be very telling for what the Fed does and ultimately what the future direction of our market is going to be for the remainder of the year. And so, again, we're not we're not super focused on the short term. We plan for the long term. We sit down with people, see what's important to them, what their time horizon is. And we bake in different things into their financial plan. So, again, don't get caught up in the melee of what's happening on a on a daily and weekly basis. But um, if you want some help with your financial situation, don't hesitate to give us a call. We can help you cut through all this noise. Our number is 919-856-1968. Yeah, and that's right. So, yeah, and, and, and you know, it, it's pretty sad when the Federal Reserve speaks and the whole stock market goes up yeah, and down. I mean, seriously? Mm-hmm. That's not the way to invest. Bo is exactly right. Mm-hmm. Hey, with that, we're going to take our first break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about them. They're older boomers, 65 to 75, so stay tuned. Welcome back to the Great Kick Show. We're in the second session of our show today. We have an interesting topic. We're, we're going through the demographic ages of adults, and we're now, I think this is our fourth show, we're up to the older boomers. Last week was younger boomers, uh, people that are 55 to 65 approximately. Today, 65 to 75-year-olds. And we have one more show, by the way, next week on seniors over 75 years old. And there's a lot of them out there, mm-hmm. let me tell you. We, we have quite a few of them as clients, by the way. Uh, but anyway, uh, older boomers, um, this is a generation that um, 
that has a lot of background, right? Mm -hmm. there's, a there's a movie out called The Jesus Revolution mm. that is incredibly good. It's Just far out. Kelsey sure. Grammer. Yeah, it's <laughs> far out. And, but anyway, it brought back so many memories yes. of the 70s and what happened back then and how the society changed, not from this, just the spiritual side, but from the hippies and mm -hmm. the government and the anti-war movement and all that stuff. It was but a good movement. I highly I recommend it. it. It's, big, it's number three in the box office mm -hmm. last week. But anyway, um, that, this age group has experienced a ton of stuff, the Vietnam War and all that stuff. But the general, uh, you know, my clients at least, uh, and I think y'all would agree, boomers have are pretty good at planning. They're not the greatest at saving necessarily, but I will say this, they worked hard. Yes, they, they, they inherited that work. Yes, ethic. we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> and we didn't expect free, free loading. Uh, and, and boomers don't want to retire necessarily. No. They, they, they just, I mean, I'm, I'm one of them. I don't really want to retire right now. Mm -hmm. So anyway, interesting age group and, and they're inheriting money too by the, mm -hmm. by the truckload in a way because of their moms and dads were savers. But anyway, let's talk about the older boomers. Yeah. You know, something I, I wanted to bring up is, is I, I meet with a lot of them and, um, they have saved, you know, a lot of them have saved and, and are planning. They just don't have a clear picture on the direction of this next journey. They, they are a little hesitant sometimes in retiring because they're like, I don't know if I can replace my income. You know, so we have to have that conversation of how much income do you need? What are the must-haves that you've got to cover and so forth and so on? And, um, you know, once they have a clear picture it's a little more pleasant to talk about retirement. But I think that's the biggest thing is they have done what they needed to do. They just don't have a clear direction <clears throat> on the journey. I met with someone recently that was 76 and still working, very vibrant. And, um, and, and he was like, I just don't know if I can retire. And I'm, I'm so excited that we're going to meet next week because with what he's done and with Social Security that he's already getting and not using – putting it in the bank so the cash is way up. We're going to be able to implement long-term care for him, for him, and also his salary will be replaced. Mm -hmm. So now whether he wants to retire is a whole other thing, but I'm going to be able to show him because he's like, I have this. I don't know what to do. How do I get income from my 401K? Well, I'm not, not a big fan of getting income from 401K. I'm a bigger fan of implementing the structure outside of the 401k to do that once you retire but i'm so excited i can't wait and i i hope that the meeting you know stays on and nobody gets sick and everybody's because i'm so excited about it because i'm going to give him direction and i think that's what they need they don't necessarily need instruction on what to do to get there they just need to know what to do after they get there yeah, and I think that's the biggest hurdle that most people face, Wanda, is they saved so much money for the past 40, sometimes 50 years, and they've got this large 401k and retirement nest egg. But how does that translate into an income stream? Because when they retire, they know that that paycheck stops and their insurance mm, coverage scary. stops. And if that's before 65, then we've got a different journey to discuss. So how do we translate that large retirement savings nest egg into an income stream? And that, Wanda mentioned, the must-haves. That's what we do. We look at, all right, First, we got to define your budget. You know, what do you need to spend every single month? This is not your fun money. This is not you taking the grandkids on trips. This is just what you need to keep the lights on and to keep food on the table and pay the gas bill, all that kind of stuff. 
We'll find that number. We'll back into it. We'll use the Social Security, any other guaranteed income that you and your spouse might have, whether it's pensions or retirement, whatever. And then we'll try to build you out maybe a guaranteed income plan just to cover that must-have number. And then we've got tons of assets over there on the side left over that maybe we put into a dividend strategy or something else, and that just creates your kind of fun money stream. And showing you, illustrating this to clients who are right there, kind of on the precipice of retirement or maybe five years away, and saying, hey, look, it's possible with what you've saved. I know it's daunting to think about a large sum of money and spending it down every single month, but we don't have to think about that way. We can kind of we can kind of shift your mindset a little bit and create that guaranteed income stream. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we also meet people who have been government employees and their retirement journey is a lot easier because a lot of times they still have those pensions. Pensions have gone by the wayside except for primarily government employees. And so when they retire, maybe they've got a hundred plus thousand dollars of guaranteed income being paid by the government plus whatever. It's It's so much easier easier because they're not dropping that paycheck. And Mm -hmm. so again, if you if you've done a good job saving and you're nervous about what retirement's going to look like and spending down your assets in a market like we mentioned at the first segment that's really crazy and a lot more uncertain than it typically is, give us a call. We can help walk you through that and help you navigate these complexities and these questions that everybody has. Our number is 919-856-1968. Yeah, and I would encourage the phone call over email because sometimes those emails from our website get get into junk and we have to go retrieve them. So give us a call, as Bo said, 919-856-1968. And it's interesting. Uh, we kind of we kind of covered a little bit of the retirement plan world, but uh, I, I like numbers. So let me read stuff. It's kind of fascinating. This was done by the Investment Company Institute, June thirtieth of twenty twenty two. So it's not very old. So uh, this is fascinating. There's six point five trillion. So everything I say is with a T. Trillion. <laughs> if you're riding in your car and it's noisy, trillion. Six point five trillion in four hundred one k plans. IRAs, $11.7 trillion in IRAs, almost mm. twice as much as 401K. Wow. And, and 403Bs, those would be more or less government, schools, hospitals, $1.1 trillion. Um, annuity, annuity uh, retirement, $2.2 trillion. People mm. badmouth annuities, but $2.2 trillion mm-hmm. says something. Right. Now, here's the defined benefit, meaning pensions, uh, and this is what government, uh, Bo was talking about. Government uh, pension plans, $7.3 trillion. Private sector pension plans, only 3.2. Mm-hmm. So that, they're less. becoming slowly mm-hmm. a dinosaur over the, yeah. the years. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there's a lot of trillions out there. A lot of T's. And, and <laughs> another thing that I thought was kind of amazing to me a little bit, in, at the end of 2021, that year, 2021, only about 23% of people took money out of their IRA. Mm-hmm. which tells you there's still a lot of money growing mm-hmm. in their IRAs and the, or they're delaying it. And then you mm-hmm. intermingle Social Security, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. in a few minutes. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's a plan that has to be done, and you can fly by the seat of your pants, but it's real serious when your salary stops. It, it you, absolutely you, is. You better not fly absolutely. <laughs> blinded. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing is, the other questions that, that we have to ask is are you going to age in place where you are, like your house? Because sometimes that's the time that people will look for a retirement living situation, and, and, and sometimes I have to deliver the hard news. 
you really can't go there. I mean, even and, and it takes a lot of assets. And sometimes it, this is hundreds of thousands of dollars coming out of their budget to make just a down payment that they're not going to get back in some of these facilities. So that's a hard um, discussion to have as well. You have to discuss if you're going to age in place in your home or you're looking at going into a retirement living facility. And then we have to talk through the budget even more at that point. So a lot of things that mm-hmm. a financial advisor can sit down and help you target and cover. Yeah. And, and jumping back to the budget, I also want to talk about um, the taxes and how taxes are different on every single type of account. So a lot of people have as their primary asset, their big 401k plan. And a lot of times that 401k plan is fully pre-tax. Okay, you got a million bucks in that 401k plan and your spending needs between you and your spouse are $5,000 a month. So that $5,000 a month, that's $60,000 a year. Let's just take social security out. That's your number over and above social security. That's an after-tax number, obviously, because you're, you're needing to spend that money on a yearly basis. And so $60,000 takes about $100,000 withdrawal from a pre-tax 401k or pre-tax IRA if we roll it into that. So think about it that way. Yeah, a million bucks, that's a whole lot of money, but it's important mm-hmm. to have a well-thought-out income plan that you're not taking a whole lot of principal, or maybe you build in some guarantees through some private pension products. It, it is important to understand the taxability and the access points that you have within retirement. Give yourself some tax flexibility. Have a after-tax brokerage account. Go ahead and start building a Roth account. Mm-hmm. A lot of 401ks offer Roth yeah. options. It's important there to start building those access points so that you don't find yourself only with a fully taxable withdrawal point. Because again, you're going to have to take out significantly more than you need to spend. Right. Because you got to pay Uncle Sam. And, you know, there are really sophisticated uh, financial planning software packages. We have one at our mm-hmm. office, of course. For the person that wants to take a deep dive, it's really helpful to say, like, can we make it if we live to be 95? That kind of question. What if we move? What if we have long-term care needs and all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we come back, I want to talk about a little bit about uh, some of the Social Security choices that we need to make. Stay tuned for part two of The Greg Hicks Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the second half of The Greg Hicks Show. I hope your favorite basketball team won this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Whatever color you're wearing over the weekend. And uh, welcome to The Greg Hicks Show along with Wanda Cooper, Bo Nicholson. We're all financial advisors. Uh, We have an office in Raleigh um, near North Hill Shopping Center. And we love meeting people from the radio show. We love clients. We get referrals from clients. And we even get referrals from a radio listener. I've had two or three people become a client. And the listener came into the office who's not my client and and referred them Mm -hmm. and they became a client. So all you listeners who are do-it-yourselfers, I know you're taking notes because one time I got a call from a guy. He said, I've got a spiral notebook from your radio show. (laughs) So anyway, we're glad to give you information. And by the way, we're not we're full wide open people. We're not hiding anything. Mm -hmm. What we tell you on the radio shows is exactly what we tell our clients. So if you're if you're kind of using us as a de facto advisor, thank you. Mm-hmm. But we do have a real live office you can come and talk to us in. Mm-hmm. And that phone number, by the way, is 919-856-1968. 
whether you're listening at the Beach area or the Raleigh area or on a podcast, who knows where, just call us. We, we're licensed in, I think, 18 or 20 states because a lot of our clients move away and we just get licensed, licensed in their state. Uh, one thing, uh, just real quick, I wanted, we have a whole re- uh, show on re- uh, Social Security strategy, but um, I wanted to mention that a little bit. Like between 62 and 70 years old, the government rules are you have to take Social Security somewhere along that way. Social Security does not go up annually a certain percent. It goes up monthly. Those are things people forget. Um, Little bitty things like couples, maybe should one spouse start early, one spouse late. We do that kind of strategic planning depending on the couple and the client. But it's a very important deal because you have 12, once you start it, you have 12 months to change your mind. And if you don't, it's forever. So it's kind of like a pension. Uh, if you have a pension, you you pill, you put you put single income, joint survivor income with your spouse. All of those are important. But once you make them, you can't turn around and change your mind. Mm-hmm. So that again is why you should get an objective advisor to help you, because you know you can't go back. Mm-hmm. So call us at nine one nine eight five six nineteen sixty eight. And get that other person with some expertise looking over your shoulder. Well, and you know, the um, the news out there, the articles that you'll read about retirement and this age group is the health cost. You know, and this is what I tell folks. If sometimes you'll wait for Social Security and you, you think you can wait till 70, but you might need to turn it on at full Social Security age because between here and there and a little further, the health changes, you know. So you mm-hmm. need, you know, cash flow to take care of that. I was reading an article that said a couple retiring at 65 will pay an estimated $300,000 out-of-pocket health care, including Medicare premiums. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so you have to think about health care, and that's what I tell folks is we have to prepare for a lot of it. You know, mm-hmm. we have to look at your debt if you have any. Most of them don't. Most of them don't. But health care is a big issue. So one of those must-have things is looking at the health care yeah. cost. And Medicare starts at 65, right. whether you like it or not. Right. 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 And we'll talk about long-term care in a second. But to Wanda's point, Social Security is use it or lose it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times there is no one-size-fits-all. It's not mm-hmm. just, okay, the husband made this much, the wife made this much, this is their age. We do ask about health. You know, how is the husband's health? I mean, is there a debilitating disease mm-hmm. Because if there is, that could potentially shorten the life expectancy. Let's go ahead and get in the government's pocket. Mm-hmm. Get as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you pass, then that money will go to your wife. And your wife is entitled to your full Social Security benefit. Again, we got a whole show on all mm-hmm. these rules. But I also think it's important to just pick up on the fact that we're a full-service financial planning team. We talk with our clients about all the aspects in their financial life, whether it's Social Security, tax navigation, income strategies. We have partners that help us with estate planning and, mm-hmm. and uh, tax planning. We have mortgage refinance uh, specialists. We have Medicare specialists. So we strive to be a one-stop shop for clients so that they can come to us and then through us, if we can't do something in-house, we can send them to one of our trusted partners who is able to do that. You know, at no additional cost. I mean, they'll have to pay for their services depending on what they are. But again, we want to be a place that clients can come for all of the financial advice. So many financial advisors, wealth managers, whatever you want to call them, people in our profession out there, they just look at the investment side of things, which is important. But again, as you start getting to retirement, 
you're going to want somebody who helps you cover all the bases and has thought about you know all the little intricacies and details and we want to be those people for you so our number if you haven't reached out to us yet or met us we'd love to meet you our number is 919-856-1968 yeah and you know what too greg one of the things that when i meet with a couple especially husband's getting ready to retire wife is already retired she'll go don't forget We've got to fix our house <laughs> because we've let it go for so long. We've got to paint. We've got to put a new roof. We've got to do this. And so I look at them and say, well, are you opposed to working part-time for a little while? And the husband will go, well, no, not really. I was planning on doing something anyway. And I'm, I'm like, well, then why don't you fund getting these things fixed and upgraded with part-time dollars so you don't tap into your resources right away you know so those are things like Bo said we we kind of talk through and mention sometimes they're like no I'm not working another day I'm done I'm yeah that's it but then I meet those that they go you know what I've still got a little bit to give I want, I want to work a little bit yeah. so we do talk through those things like mm-hmm. is there repairs that need to be covered new car a lot of them say I've got to have another car a car is 15 years old got to have that last car so those are the things that are important to our retirees that they need someone to talk through yeah and and a lot of retirees are fearful they they think i can't buy a new car Mm -hmm. and and i have quite a few single women who are either widows or divorced as clients that are now retired and i literally have this is kind of interesting i have to give them permission to buy a new car (laughs) they are so afraid Mm -hmm. And I'm going, you're driving a 12-year-old car with 120000 and you're a single woman, uh-huh. and you're driving at night to yeah. your daughter in Charlotte. Think about that. Wouldn't you want to have, like, AAA, a brand-new car, and not have to worry? Um, and they say, I can't afford it. And so you're right, Wanda. Just, it's not just big macro investing. It's little mm-hmm. items that are personal gratification yeah. and actually safety nets. And I'll say, well, you got a Roth IRA over here with thirty thousand. Yes. Pull it out mm-hmm. and buy a daggum mm-hmm. Lexus. Mm-hmm. I mean, come yeah, on, you know. Exactly. I mean, but but clients are uh, afraid a little bit. So we in the sixty-five to seventy-five-year-old group, there's a little bit of fear, and mm-hmm. healthy fear is good, right? Yeah. Uh, but but fear of, of just not spending because money because you, you is, don't know because you don't know. Yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. You, you need to get that advice, and that's what we do. Yeah, and I agree with that. I have a lot of clients who have done such a great job saving. And then particularly during their first years of retirement, they don't spend everything that their account is making. Like more often I run into that situation than I do run into people who are spending too much. People go into retirement and they get fearful with the amount of of income that their account is creating and they don't feel like they should spend it all. And finally, the comfort, you know, gets there and they're like, okay, okay, I I feel at ease with, with my income plan and they start spending what they should. But I've had to have the conversation with people like, look, you've spent 40, 50 years of your life saving this money up. What is it for? Like now you are in the age in which it's time for you to spend it. Go out and have some fun. Like this is what we have planned on all along. You are here. You have arrived. And too often people are like, "Ah, I don't know. I don't know. And they just, you know, continue to clip coupons, which is fine and spend less than they, than they can. Mm -hmm. Another, another issue in the 65 to 75 is their their brain is always focused downward to the kids and particularly the grandkids. I know. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. another thing. They say, I want to help my grandkid get through college. Well, guess what? You can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Set up a little 529 college mm-hmm. plan and put in 100 a month. I mean, there's so many things. The little gratification things in financial planning 
are really what makes people feel good. And and one of our goals as a business is to make make happy retirees is what I call it. Um, yeah, I met with one yesterday, yesterday, or actually this week, that um, when he left the meeting, he doesn't say a whole lot. So, you know, I have to really pull out of him what's going on and we're reviewing his portfolio and we were all done. He said, I just want to thank you for all the clarity that you give me. He said, you make it sound a lot easier than I think it is. And I, I really appreciate your patience because I'm not an easy man because he's a former engineer. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a little <laughs> difficult sometimes. And um, they want to know how things and work. And he, he lets me do a lot of talking, <laughs> which makes me nervous because <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking. And when we're all said and done, he said, I really appreciate your patience with me, which with engineers, it takes a lot of patience. <laughs> and um, the fact that you are simplifying these things, because I, what I find with engineers, they're very, very smart. But they don't like to deal with this unless they can understand every little mm-hmm. thing. Right. Yeah, no, I, I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. And I've mentioned this phrase on the show before, and I've seen it a lot, particularly in engineering clients and prospects. It's called paralysis by analysis yes. when they just think way too hard about the you know situation I and mean, then think way too hard about the potential outcomes. And what ends up happening is they don't do anything because they're just mm-hmm. overanalyzing every possible outcome and they freeze up and they do nothing. And so a lot of times, you know, I have different ways that I do proposals for every single client and prospect. For my engineering clients, I almost always do just a single page, one page financial plan. And I'm like, look, you know, (laughs) here's everything on a high level that we need to cover. And this is all of your stuff baked into one page, because part of my job is to help you simplify your financial Mm -hmm. life. It doesn't have to be this complicated. You don't need five different IRAs or five different 401ks out there to give you that, quote, excess diversification. All you're doing is overcomplicating your situation. So help me bake it down, simplify it for you. We'll get you to where you need to go, and you'll be a lot calmer, you know. And just for the record, I have a chemical engineering degree from NC State. So if you're an engineer out there just sweating bullets, come and talk to me. You're I'll an make, anomaly, though. I'll make you feel good. <laughs> and with that, with that happy note, we'll take our break and come back. We have about four more bullet points to bring up for the 65 to 75-year-olds. Welcome back to the last half quarter <laughs> Of the Greg Hicks Show. I'm so basketball-oriented this weekend, I keep thinking sports, but we're in the last segment. We're talking today about financial advice for older boomers, age 65 to 75. Next week, we'll wrap up our demographic series of shows with people over 75, a fast, fast fast-growing group of Americans, and they have special issues with their financial planning as well. And so if you're a... uh, a 50-year-old adult, and you've got uh, your parents are over 75, you need to tune in. Mm-hmm. And if you're over 75, you need to tune in as well because there's a lot going on in that age group. And they, they have accumulated a lot of wealth because that group were savers. Uh, anyway, I'm Greg Hicks, Certified Financial Planner, along with Wanda Cooper and Bo Nicholson. We're all financial advisors. And uh, welcome to the show. If you just tuned in, you can our shows are archived on our website, FRM. Financial Resource Management is our company, frmnc.com. And you can click on the old radio shows. Uh, They're archived for about a year, and you can find any subject you want to there uh, as well. So anyway, uh, let's finish our our show today on this age group. I want to talk real quick 
uh, about mortgage, two, two different things, and then we'll go to another bullet point. We highly, highly recommend you have your mortgage paid off by 65. It takes that drag away. There's a lot of cash flow going out the door. But when you don't have a mortgage, there's not a lot of cash flow going out the door. And just the emotional relief of not having the debt hanging over you is a big deal. So, so if you're approaching 65, you need to push that hard, pay that mortgage down. And then there's, uh, for people that are really burn, burning through their uh, savings and stuff for different reasons, there is the reverse mortgage idea. You, and you may have a $400,000 house and, and you're running out of uh, assets for income. The reverse mortgage is something to look at. We can help guide you through that. It's a little pricey on the front end, but it solves a big problem. You can get cash flow or lump sum money out of your house and not have to move. And we won't talk in detail about that. But anyway, give us a call at 919-856-1968, and we'll we'll get you up to date on that. And just um, to pick up really quick, Greg, before we move on from mortgages, <clears throat> another idea that our mortgage broker, who's part of our team, gave me about a year ago. I had some clients who were really chipping away at their mortgage, and they were dead set on retiring at 62, and they couldn't quite get there. They had a great interest rate, and I think they were like five years into a 15-year mortgage, and they'd paid off over half of it. And he said, well, you know what you can do with the mortgage company? You write them a letter, and you can recast the mortgage. So what it does, you know, if you're paying a whole lot more than your monthly requirement, that additional amount is going all to principal. And so you're paying down the principal. But if you notice, you don't get a letter from your mortgage company saying, hey, you know, we've we've recalculated what your mortgage payment is because you've paid a lot more than we thought you would. That's not going to happen. They're not going to do that unless you send them a letter and ask them to recast your mortgage. And so these clients they were a third of the way into their term, but they paid off significantly more than half of their mortgage. So what they did is they sent a letter in and they said, hey, I want to recast my mortgage. You keep the mortgage rate the exact same. You keep everything about your mortgage the same, but what it asks the company to do is recalculate what your monthly payment is. And so if you can't get all the way to debt freedom, a house paid off by retirement, but you've made that effort and you're ahead of schedule, recast your mortgage and it can bring your monthly payment down substantially, which ultimately helps with cash flow, which is what we're here to help you out doing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool oh, idea. Absolutely. I'd never heard it before. And so good. I think it's a it's an important topic to mention to our listeners. Well, the other thing to discuss in retirement is make your plans known to your spouse. <laughs> yeah. You know, so And your assets. <laughs> right. So that you all are on the same page. I've met with listeners recently, the husband brought his wife in I really, you know, since retirement, I've thought about this. What is she going to do when I'm gone? Mm-hmm. So he, he's brought her in for connection. You know, so if nothing else, hire an advisor for a connection for yeah. the spouse that you leave behind. Right. Um, and that's that's what we're we're good at, I think, is is uh, retirement planning, me, you know, doing um, claims when there are spouses that pass away. And, and it's a hard time. So you need a connection. You really do. Mm-hmm. And the other thing um, that I wanted to point out with that is, to, is I also meet with retirees that have either a special needs adult child or a very needy financial child. So we have to talk through that. Some, if it's a needy or if it's special needs, that's a different situation, and you have to help them plan for that. But if it's a needy financial drained child, we have to talk through that mm-hmm. as well. So, and sometimes it's hard for them to 
you, to cut that unbiblical cord. You, you say it so polite, politely, yeah. needy. Let's just say a loose cannon kid. Okay, whatever <laughs> you want to say. I mean, you know. You have to be careful when you're talking you, to a parent. I though. know, I know. <laughs> so we have to talk through that. You have to be careful, retirees, of supporting an adult child while you're trying to survive and thrive in, in retirement. retirement. Mm-hmm. Right. Wanda, you, it reminds me just two or three times in my career, we were meeting with a couple, and and when I started probing, the guy talked a lot, and I, <laughs> I was probing, well, what do you have in your IRA and your 401K, and what kind of insurance do you have in case you die? The more I pulled out of the guy, the more the wife's eyes got mm-hmm. bigger. And I could tell <laughs> during the meeting, mm-hmm. they were married. Both these couples were married 40 years, mm-hmm. and the wife had never heard anything. So <clears throat> that's an extreme case. But imagine if that guy died, she would be absolutely clueless. I would say, uh, I would, I always, I said after that meeting, I would love to have been a fly on the wall in the window of their car, mm-hmm. what that conversation <laughs> was after our meeting. But they didn't, uh, they didn't become clients, just one couple. But I thought, at least I opened a communication mm-hmm. door mm-hmm. that needed to be open. It's okay. okay if they didn't become a client. But I was happy that I... I accomplished a goal accidentally in the meeting. Well, yes. So please communicate, yeah, especially when absolutely. you get ready to retire. My goodness, yeah. don't don't think you're the super financial guy and my little <laughs> wife, she'll be fine when I die. No, she won't. She's nervous. Yeah. And then, too, you have to have the hard conversation about beneficiaries, too. Yes, you do. You know, because you've got... Sometimes you'll have that adult child that's pulled money the whole time, you know, <laughs> and, the, and the one child over here that's done all the right things. We have to have the conversation. Is it fair for that one to inherit and split between the one that's gotten it all along? So those are some conversations that mamas aren't ready to have, but dads are because mm-hmm. mama's like, yeah, but, 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 and dad says, no. I mean, we've got to talk about this. It's not fair for Johnny to keep draining us, and Susie over here is going to get less. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are some conversations that have to be had. Yeah, and on the beneficiary note, if you haven't yet, go ahead and put your accounts in payable on death at the bank. It's called POD or transfer on death over on the brokerage side with investment accounts. These are accounts that are not already beneficiary driven. You know, your retirement, your annuities, your insurance, all those are beneficiary driven. So when you fill out paperwork and you set that account up or you, you know, set an IRA up, you name your beneficiaries. If you pass away, here's who the money goes to. If that person passes away, you got contingent beneficiaries. Here are the backup beneficiaries. You can do that with all of your accounts, including your bank accounts. Talk to your banker about doing a payable on death form. It's a typically one-page form. It's very easy to do, and it really simplifies the financial situation for the people you leave behind. That money does no longer have to go to probate when you set it up this way, and it's immediate access. I mean, we've we've had we've seen situations where or heard situations where people have had to take out a loan to bury a loved one because all the money is tied up mm-hmm. in probate nothing they had was beneficiary driven mm-hmm. there's no need for that the mm-hmm. overcomplication so right. again transfer on death payable on death mm-hmm. yeah Good and kind of connected that bo the beneficiary Go back and look at all your life insurance policies. Yes. We still have ex-wives getting mm. beneficiary <laughs> benefit when somebody dies. That's a little scary and hard to handle. But also, uh, and I always tell adult kids, treat your parents nice. <laughs> about once every two years, I have a guy walk in and say, I'm taking my rebellious son off his beneficiary mm-hmm. in my big IRA. Mm-hmm. 
And that guy has no idea until the dad dies. Mm -hmm. But I mean, but but the more important thing is check your beneficiaries when you get in your 60s and 70s. Make sure it's what you want. And remember, you can change them anytime. They're not written in stone. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think, oh, I've got to. I've got to do it this way. I've got three kids, and who's going to get 34% and who's going to get 33 mm-hmm. Believe it or not, these are real questions we talk about yep. because everything matters. Well, lastly, um, I want to make sure we cover the long-term care piece because that is huge at this stage of the journey. And sometimes you're, you're, the, the age can have a bearing on which kind of long-term care you can put in place because of the cost of insurance. But there are other products out there with like annuities with, and, um, nursing home and long-term care riders, uh, life insurance, second-to-die policies that can cover two lives. You know, so there's all kind of ways, especially if you've got a bucket of cash money sitting in the bank mm-hmm. um, that you could utilize by moving some of that to an annuity with the long-term care rider. It's, it's an unbelievable policy. I've presented it a few times, and and my clients have been like, whoa, this, I do need to do this. So and we've think had, about that. We've had two or three clients mm-hmm. use that literally Absolutely. for long-term care. Mm-hmm. And, and wow, that would have been a drain on their assets mm-hmm. if they didn't have that in place. Mm-hmm. Yep, Absolutely. So we're going to have to wrap it up. There's a lot to talk about. And next week we're going to talk about people 75 and older and look forward to that show. And remember this. Our number is 919-856-1968. Call us and get an appointment and talk about your personal financial life. Remember, it's your money. It's your future. Don't blow it. Financial Resource Management is affiliated with Capital Investment Advisory Services, LLC. Securities offered through Capital Investment Group, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Corporate Office 100 East Six Forks Road, Suite 200, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27609, 919-831-2370. Investment products are not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed, and may lose value. Past performance is not an indication of future results.